How's it going, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Nature Has Flavor podcast. My name is Danny Horgan. Let's start this episode by flashing back 15 years ago or more. If someone goes to a doctor, the doctor says something's wrong or the patient needs to do something, more often than not, patients would go along with what the doctor said. There wasn't a whole lot of questioning there. That all changed about 10, 15 years ago because of the internet. And we have all this information available to us now. We can literally enter our symptoms into a symptom checker and it's gonna spit back, all right, here's what could be wrong. There's an 80% chance that this is wrong and this is what you should do for that condition. Here's a 20% chance this could be the issue. And a lot of people swear by these these symptom checkers and even just reading articles on BuzzFeed or, or some other commercial site about health. There are even people in the plant-based world who go as far as saying, if you're still in the mindset that that doctors are are what's going to make you healthy, then you're crazy. And the reason a lot of these people feel that way is they've been failed by the medical system. The medical system hasn't been able to treat them in a way that's been able to cure their particular problems, but a plant-based diet has. They've switched to a plant-based diet. They felt better. That was kind of the missing piece that allowed them to be healthy again. So a lot of these people have this distrust in the medical system, and they think that if you're still going to doctors and you're still on any type of medication, then you're some weak-minded person who just wants a pill to feel better. The answer here lies somewhere in the middle, and I want to make it clear that I'm not a doctor myself, and you shouldn't treat this as medical advice. This is advice from someone who cares and someone who has spent a few years of my life really dedicated to finding the right answers here and practical answers for people. So let's draw some lines in the sand here. How do you determine your own health care in 2016? I think it's safe to say that if you're doing all of the right things when it comes to being healthy, you're eating a a whole foods plant-based diet with a variety of foods and enough food, you're exercising regularly, you're getting good sleep, you're managing stress, you have good relationships, all the things that it takes to be healthy, then you should generally expect to not have to see a doctor regularly and to not get sick often. Our bodies were designed to be healthy and to thrive. So if you're if you're staying out of the way of those natural functions, then generally speaking, you should expect to be healthy and to not be on all sorts of medication. A reason this guideline is so effective and one of the reasons why I think it's, it's good for a lot of people to have is that if something is wrong, you are doing all of the right things, but you're still sick and something's still bothering you, then you know this is something I need to see a doctor about, right? I, I, I've, I've been doing all of the things it takes to be healthy. Why is something still going wrong? And this is where a doctor is going to have a, a perspective that you may not be able to gain on your own. So that's a general guideline, but we also have to take into consideration the fact that in 2016, the world is a pretty toxic place, right? And there's really not a whole lot we can do about that at this point. If you go out driving, you're gonna be exposed to oxidation from diesel fuel. If you go for a bike ride, you may get a little bit of heavy metal contamination from your bike lock. All of these things that make up our lives that we can't avoid, these cause problems. And it's impossible to structure our lives around avoiding these things. So we're much better off treating them with healthy habits, just being healthy generally, 
and still existing in a world in 2016 that doesn't involve going down in a bunker somewhere. The catch here is that a lot of these environmental stressors that are causing us health issues in 2016, they didn't exist when our bodies were evolving into what we are today, so our bodies simply aren't equipped to handle them. Look at schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is much more prevalent in urban areas. Urban areas are a lot busier, it's chaotic with the hustle and bustle. There's also the level of pollution, which is really high in a lot of urban areas. This causes our cells to go haywire, it causes our bodies to malfunction. Even if you are doing everything right, you still might run into some health issues. We're living in a world where it's very difficult to be healthy all the time, and that's just the reality. So there's no shame in seeing a doctor. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, we do have control over a lot of our health, and this is an area a lot of people underestimate. Are we in complete control of our health to the point where we can, you know, determine every single last thing that happens to our body? No, of course not, but we can determine a lot of it, and a lot of that does start with diet. A lot of people assume that their genetics are the sole determining factor in whatever illnesses they get or whatever deficiencies they may have. And sure, genetics play an enormous role in everything about our lives. But what a lot of people don't realize is that we have genes that can get turned on and off. So a lot of these genes are dormant in our bodies for years. And then when we take on a healthy diet or we take on a new exercise regimen, these genes get activated. And all of a sudden we're working with genes that for our entire lives just haven't been active. And this is a really cool thing. It's really cool to know that we have these genes that can switch on and off based on the way we interact with the world. So when you eat a plant-based diet, when you get rid of all of the stuff slowing you down, all the processed foods that are gonna make your body malfunction, see what happens. See what happens to, to see what genes get turned on. See the way your body changes. For me, a big thing was breathing. I, I had no idea that my asthma was related very much to my diet. When I cut out dairy, it was like these weights were lifted off of my lungs. Now, I think a big part of that was just inflammation, my lungs being inflamed from consuming dairy, which my body did not respond well to. But it also might have been the result of gene activation, genes turning on and off. Do I know that for a fact? I don't know. But it's cool to think that I had control over that the entire time. And now that I've switched to a plant-based diet, I'm in control. Another area is my skin. I grew up in a pale redhead, right? A pale Irish redhead. I, I thought I had two extremes. It was either pale as a ghost or red as a tomato. It was either I, I was burnt or I wasn't burnt. I switched to a plant-based diet and all of a sudden I notice my skin is getting a little bit bronzer. I'm starting to develop a tan for the first time in my life. Is that the result of a gene being turned on? Potentially, I, I, I can't say that definitively, but again, it's really cool to know that this was an option the entire time and I had no idea. So these small little examples, I've experienced dozens of them since I switched to a plant-based diet. They just go to show that we have control over our bodies in a way that we, we, we never really knew was possible before. Now that so many people are switching to this plant-based diet and they're experiencing all these incredible health effects, we're seeing just how much control we have. 
That being said, we have to now we have to center things back a little bit. The medical industry is an incredibly important part of the world today, and this goes down to treating people who are sick and people who do have problems. No matter how healthy you are, you may still have to take some sort of medication to balance things out. And again, this might just be due to the environment. The medication you should look at as an equalizer to the toxic environment that you were born into. The other area where where the medical field is absolutely vital is during emergencies and in cases where, where people can't solve things through just a healthier lifestyle. This past summer, I was out running and I got bit by a dog. Now, when I'm out running, the only thing in the entire world I'm thinking about is running. And it, to the point where the dog bit me, the only thing I could think about at the time was I need to get this dog out of the way so I can finish this this mile that I was on. I was on they're doing mile repetitions in the woods and I just I didn't really care about the dog at that point. I was like, right, the dog bit me, I'll deal with that later. Right now I gotta finish this run. So I go, I finish the run, and then it hits me. I just got bit by a dog. I have to go get checked out now. This is something this could be an issue. I could potentially have rabies. I didn't know who the dog was. The owner, I, I I saw he had an Arkansas license plate. So the dog very well could have been rabid and I would have had no way of knowing. So just a little side note, if you ever do get bit by a dog, get the information from the owner, ensure that the dog has had its, its rabies shots so that way you're not putting yourself at danger for getting rabies. But the bottom line, I didn't have the information. I had to go to the hospital to get my rabies shots. And this is something that had I not done, I potentially could have died of rabies and there would have been nothing I could have done about it. I could have literally made the right choices when it comes to health to to perfection after I got bit by that dog. But had the dog been rabid, I, I still could have died of rabies. So thank God the medical industry was there for that. So I think this is a good balance philosophy to have. When something goes wrong, the medical industry is there. They're there to help you when something malfunctions. But the point should be to not get sick in the first place, to have as little go wrong as possible before you have to rely on the medical industry for help. There are exceptions. There are people out there who have been hit by cars, who have rare genetic conditions. Some people have it worse off than most of us. But one thing I can say for all of us is that the amount of control we do have, it's very powerful and it's very liberating. Take it from me, I used to be an asthmatic who had to take albuterol, Flovent, prednisone just so I could feel better. Th these were medications that I used to have to rely on. Little did I know I was in control the whole time. Had I just cleaned up my diet, I wouldn't have had to put all of these chemical concoctions in my body just so I could feel better when I got sick. Guys, it's amazing what happens to your bodies. When you only eat plants, when you cut out the processed foods, when you cut out the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the fish, all the things that have been slowing you down for years. I started this plant-based diet as a week-long experiment. It was just an athletic thing. I thought I'd give it a shot. It was kind of a, a why not situation. I felt so good after that first week that I haven't gone back since. And what you have to understand is that if I'm never going to eat pepperoni pizza again, if I'm never going to eat ice cream again, or I'm never going to have a, a fudge brownie that's made with milk and butter, that feeling has to be pretty good. That feeling has to be stronger than my cravings for those things. And that's what it has been for me. And I'm not alone in that. There have been so many people out there who have switched to a plant-based diet. They felt so good and said, I'm never going back. I'm never going to feel the way I felt when I ate all of those awful things for all of those years. So 
that's the way I want you guys to feel. That's why I'm such a, an advocate of this diet. That's why I make these podcasts. This is why I devoted my life to helping people understand the benefits of this diet because it's amazing what control you have over your body when this does take place. But again, don't discount the medical industry. Doctors are some of the smartest people in the entire world. If something goes wrong, that's why doctors are there. They're there to treat you and to help you get better. So take all of this in balance. Be a balanced person. Be in control of your own health, but don't discount the the marvels of modern medicine. Utilizing the best of both worlds, I think that's the best way to go. I want you to go into your cabinets and pull out your balsamic vinegar, and I want you to do this very simple test to verify if it's real balsamic vinegar. Take a spoon, pour a little bit of balsamic vinegar on each side, and see if the balsamic vinegar sticks. If it sticks, then congratulations, you have real balsamic vinegar. If it doesn't stick, then chances are you're working with a really watered down commercialized product that isn't anything near what real balsamic vinegar should be. If you get Nature Has Flavors balsamic vinegar at naturehasflavor.com, I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to be happy with how well it coats the spoon. Our balsamic vinegar is that thick. It's barrel aged for over two years in Modena before it's shipped overseas here in the United States. It makes my salads taste 10 times better. I'll never look at salads the same way knowing what real balsamic vinegar tastes like. Head on over to naturehasflavor.com. Enter the promo code REALBALSAMIC for 20% off your first bottle of real balsamic vinegar from Nature Has Flavor. Trust me, your friends and family will thank you.